The storm of all storms. The wind howled throughout the day. The late winter leaves twisted wildly as lightning flashed in the distance. Booming thunder echoed throughout the land. Dead branches fell to the ground. Sharp snaps and dull thuds kept everyone's head spinning. Cole poked his head out of his tree hollow to assess the damage caused by the nearby crash. We heard a sound everyone dreaded. The forest alert system had been activated. Bird from the westlands, the area west of home, was the last bird in what had been a series of messengers. Her warning, a current storm was worsening, and more powerful winds were on their way. As Carl watched the furry trees fall asleep, sway, often bending to the point of breaking, he wondered what else lay ahead of them on this ominous day. Through the relentless rain, he noticed something dark and large moving at a high speed. It was coming his Way he stared at the brown blur until it came into focus. It was an eagle. No, wait. It was D. She was battling strong winds as she struggled to navigate through the trees. Carl was accustomed to watching her surf. The thermal was above the tree tops, but these winds were impossible to ride. When the eagle landed on the branch near Carl, a bar. Barrel dripped into under her weight, skipping the usual pleasantries. Dee immediately dove into the crisis at hand. From what I hear, the increasing storm is a monster. The westlands are being pounded with rain. Forests are washing away the topsoil, and mudslides are ripping trees from their roots. Everyone is scrambling for cover. We need to prepare. Sounds like we're going to be bad. It's going to be a bad one. The owl replied. I just came from the council tree. I've been appointed to coordinate the preparations. I select you to be my assistant. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, the owl stuttered. I am glad to help. Good. Let's begin. First, I want need you to contact the parrots. They're responsible for communicating strategy. Once you determine what, what that would be, second, talk to the other owls and have them draw up a plan. On second thought, scratch that. The owls will take too long. I'll create the plan. Carl was a bit offended that Dee insulted his fellow owls. But he put that aside for now, because there was much work to be done. Should I contact the doves? Carl asked. I can ask them to prepare to support anyone who gets displaced during the storm. No time for that. We worry about damage later, control later, said the Eagle, as his flapped of mighty wings had disappeared. Okay, then Carl replied to the empty space. The deer had just stood. I guess I'll go, go to talk to the parrots. I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to tell them. The wind was pushing and pulling Carl in every direction. He's made his way to his colourful friends. When arriving, he could only tell them that it was, it, it was their job to convey the storm strategy to everyone else, that they should stand by. The parrots were eager to play their part. 
as the trees twirl beneath the dark grey sky, and violent winds tore leaves of branches, sent them swirling through the air. A wind wall of rain pelted coal. He fought his way back to this tree. He felt responsible for keeping everyone safe, uncomfortable not understanding the plan. Shortly after Carl had returned to his tree, Deal ride before she even touched down. The eagle ran to detecting notes. Here's what we're going to do. First, we'll move everybody further south, where the storm is not as severe. The space of the large falls, just north of the pine forest, will be the almighty place. When we get there, we will t- take attendance and determine if we need to move further south. If we do it, if we do, we identify someone who has the energy and speed to fly ahead. Twenty of the trees with large leaves that can act as a kind of way for the smaller birds. I don't know if we have enough food to weather this event, but we'll figure it out when. Hold on. I have a question, Carl interrupted. He's feeling uneasy with these about these strategy. Yeah, but how do you know what that the storm would be just as bad not to be bad in the south? Not as bad in the south. When we were hit, when we were hit with a big storm two years ago, South seen more rain than North did. There were terrible flash flooding in landslides. Have you seen additional information about what is coming? No, said he. In this crisis, you sometimes have to become make assumptions. My experience tells me that I am right. Besides, it's not a good time to doubt leadership. This is time for action. Whoa! Wait a second. The owl requested. I'm not challenging your leadership. I just want to make sure we have thought this through. Is that your entire plan, or is it an overview? It is all of it, he declared. What more do you need? Head south and I'll see you there. Carl was dumbfounded. Surely there had to be more. He said a deed in sudden silence. Dee took Carl's lack of response acceptance of the plan. So she continued, I will be part of the advance team. I'll head south and establish a base. You must make sure the parrots tell everyone where to go. And she was off. Carl shook his head in disbelief. With great effort, he made his way back to the parrots. He tasked him with announcing the plan, such as it was. As Carl made his way to the pine forest, he thought about the storm and their options. He realised their distant destination. He had an epiphany. We're heading south to seek cover the pine forest, but pine trees do not have leaves. Where does... Do you think we're going to get protection for the wind and the rain? This will not do. This will not do at all. Continued to fly in the owl, watched the approaching black sky spread like a blanket across the forest. The rain had softened slightly. When he arrived at the meeting place, Dee seemed a bit smug, but the plan was her plan was working. Carl approached the once and asked, Now what? The storm is coming this way. We need to head further south. Dee turned away from the owl, hopped up to the higher branch. She could call for everyone's attention. The group quickly grew silent. We can't stay here. We need to keep moving, Ivy. You'll fly ahead and scout out a safe place for us to shelter from the storm. Got it, Ivy confirmed. She leapt from the shadowy sky. Now follow me, Dee shouted over the glowing wind. No, not again, Carl thought. We need to think this through. Without another moment's hesitation, yell somebody's courage, let loose a mighty shout. To our surprise, our eagle heard him and wheeled quickly around to return. When Dee arrived, she snapped a quick what. Everyone froze. Dee, 
Can I speak to you for a moment? The eagle stared intensely into Carl's eyes. Without saying a word, the owl quickly began. Your plan is not complete. Think like an owl for a moment. We need more details that include step-by-step instruction to follow each of us to follow. We need to carefully consider our strategy to determine precisely where we're going. I also recommend we sign group leaders who be responsible. Carl, you think like an owl. I am an eagle. That's not what I do. I was chosen to lead everyone for the storm. And, I, and so we're going to do it my way. But I want to discuss. Lightning crackled nearby, followed by an intimate boom. The raindrops grew bigger and began to hit harder. The storm was worsening. Already gave you clear instructions. Head south and find cover as your for sunny rolls. Here's one for you. Get behind the group and bring up the rear. Before Carl could utter another word, he commanded, We can talk about this when we get further south. I know what I'm doing. Once again, Dean pronounced, Let's go! With a powerful pump of her wings, she launched herself to the threatening darkness. The owl sheltered his eyes with his wings so he could better see through the pumping rain. But all he could make out as a bit was the eagle's fuzzy outline trembling away from him. As he watched all the other birds get airborne, he remained on a branch thinking about what to do next. Watching his bird friends dodge leaves and falling branches, probably decision to talk with Dee. Carl was accustomed to making sharp, quick turns in the forest. Dee was not, though, his, though it would take all his skill to navigate the deep woods and catch up with the eagle. He had to try. As he pressed ahead, as Carl pressed ahead against the wind, he thought about what he would say to Dee when he reached her. He acknowledged how much he appreciated her ability to handle crisis without panicking. He reflected how he valued her willingness to take charge and make tough choices. Logic told him she was the right one for his, this job, but her strength seemed to be working against her. The eagle's desire to be in control had closed off the ideas of others. A decisive could potentially take, make her reckless. The wind whistled through her trees as bursts of lightning illuminated the forest. These large wings slowed her down, which gave Carl the opportunity to catch up as he watched the eagle repeatedly adjust to her path based on the ever-changing airstreams. He realised he needed to shift his, shift his approach to her. In a flash of insight, Carl recognised he was treating Dee like an owl, not an eagle. He was trying to change how she acted, when in reality the only thing he could change was how he dealt with her. Talking about plans and clarifying roles wasn't going to get him anywhere with D. Those are his strengths. He needed to adapt his meshes to make sense to D. D. To make, to make, so it made sense to D. Encourage her to maximise abilities. This wasn't going to be easy, but... Find out what happens next during the storm of all storms and other friendly adventures of Thrilling Friends in the Comedium by Merrick Rosberg. Available on Amazon and other book sites. A five-star book recommendation by Ghostman Radio Station.